It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. WABC Talk Radio. 77 in New York City. The Gov is here. Hello, Gov. How are you, Bo? I'm doing I'm, well. I'm not sure what to call you half the time. Bo is cool. <laughs> I love it, Gov. All right. Listen, we've been talking about charter schools. You know the Biden administration has come out against charter schools. I'm losing my mind because this really makes me so angry. And they're trying to defund up charter schools so that teachers' unions can become stronger, et cetera, et cetera. This, well, you, you know, Bo, uh, a few times last week on this show, we talked about my total uh, disgust with the school day and what time we send children to school and then right. what time we send them home. I learned that from the charter schools. They actually start schools at 9 in the morning, keep the kids till 5 or 6, give them things to do after school, don't send them home to, so they're doing homework at 10.30 at night and then waking up at 5.30 in the morning to go to school. The great thing about the charter schools are they can be the laboratory where we can try new approaches to education. What we do is just do the same thing over and over again and not get any different result, which was, what was it, Dr. Jonas Salk's definition of, of insanity. insanity. Right, <laughs> right. Governor Patterson, let's take a few calls. We have AJ who's been waiting in the Bronx. Hi, AJ, welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77. How are you? Hi, good. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I love debating this um, issue because I'm a public school teacher. Um, I teach at a middle school in the Bronx for more than 10 years. And, um, you know, the, the problem that I see with the charter schools, it's, uh, it goes back to the 1998 charter school law. Um, it, right, right in the title of the law, it says that charter schools were going to be created to have a special emphasis on students that are at, that risk, at risk of academic failure. And right from the beginning, charter schools, especially the corporate charter schools like Success Academy, have been concentrating on the kids that are the best test takers. And they've been accused, you know, for over a decade of cherry-picking the students to get the best results on test scores so they can turn around and compare themselves to public schools that have just got cherry-picked. And, uh, I, you know, I, I was able to ask, uh, Governor Pataki, this. Uh, um, well, you have Governor uh, Patterson radio. here. Why don't you ask him? Because time's short. So, if you had one question on this, what is it? Well, why do we allow the charter schools to cherry pick students if the point of the law in 1998 was so that they could support the districts by innovating with the most at risk students? Uh, AJ, I think the in the, uh, the original charter schools I'm talking about before they even really had a law. That some of that did occur, I'll concede that to you. However, after the law was passed in 1998, the choices were done by lottery. And I'm going to tell you, when I was governor once, I went to a lottery. And, you know, only, say, uh, one out of six or seven of the uh, students is going to get in. So all these parents come hoping that their kid wins the lottery. The ones that didn't win the lottery, I thought I was going to be beaten and maimed to death. Because they were so angry that their their children couldn't go to the charter schools, I, and, they I, were, and they were angry because their kids had to then stay in their failing schools. And AJ, I know time is short, and and I, we're going to have the governor here for an hour. We peace promised to come, and we're going to talk about education the whole hour. 
And then we'll talk about other things, too. But here's what my question is for you, AJ. In New York City, there are 242, at least, failing schools. Most of them are in black and Hispanic predominant neighborhoods. How long are the parents of New York supposed to put up with their kids failing? That's my question to you, AJ. Well, they, we just, for the first year ever, got full funding of the foundation aid that was designed to give a sound basic education to the public schools, and we still haven't gotten it yet because it was just passed in this year's You're budget. talking money. I'm talking the, children. AJ, AJ, no, and I don't mean to be disrespectful to you. I'm, I, I don't. Time is short. We have put up with black and Hispanic kids failing in New York City schools for over 20 years. This problem has not been addressed. How long are parents supposed to put up with their kids failing in New York schools? That's my question to you. Now, don't tell me about right, money. Tell me about how long I, we're supposed I, to do this. Right. When, when you say failing schools, that's all, you're only looking at standardized testing. What about music? What about arts? What about sports? You know, you're only looking at math and ELA. And my school this year has over 20 days of standardized tests, which is preventing us from doing the learning. And to the point about the lotteries, 50% of the kids that win the lotteries don't end up attending charter schools because there are hurdles put in front of them if they don't attend the, the, the registration meetings and the dress rehearsals and all of the hoops and hurdles that are put in specifically to weed out the less savvy parents to make sure that only the best test takers end up in those schools. And you can see that from the disparity in the results. We need more certified teachers in the public schools. And the charter school, we need more uh, experienced teachers in front of kids in the public schools. We serve 90% of the kids. Charter schools are 10% of the kids. And all of the foundation aid increases that we got this year is being, in New York City is being diverted to charter school increases when these guys have funding streams that we can't have from Wall Street hedge fund billionaires. Well, right. let me just say this. Let me just say this to you, AJ. And I want to invite you to call again because you are a delightful person to speak with. And he's very informed. Exactly. Let me say this. We have spent billions and billions of dollars in this country on education, more than any other nation on the face of the earth, for less return on our money. And so you can talk to me about these streams of funding and the money goes. Just, we spend millions of dollars every single day. In this city alone, on education, and the money does not follow the children. And that's what Prince Dye was talking about, and that's what upsets a lot of people on the left when you start talking about, hey, wait a minute, instead of the money following the political ideology, maybe the money should follow the children. Whoa, game changer. But I'm going to invite you to call back in. And everybody that didn't get in today, please call us tomorrow. We're here at 7 a.m. We have to set a date because this is a burning issue, not just uh, this. We'll, we'll, we'll set a date and we'll talk about this for an hour. Okay. He, he was actually pretty good about some of the things that he said. It's just that some of the things that he said were more true some years ago than I think they are now. Cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are Pennsylvania. We are Connecticut. We are New Jersey. We are Long